Welcome, everybody, to the Discovery It podcast. This is Paul, and we're going to be hearing from Debbie today, and she's going to be talking about how discovering it changed her life. So, Debbie, why don't you go ahead and take the microphone and tell us all about it. Okay. Thank you, Paul. I appreciate it. I know many of you have already heard my story um, of, of my discovering it, but for those people that haven't, I've known Paul for over seven years, and he tried to talk to me about my it or my internal thoughts, and immediately my it tried to block him from making a difference in my life. Now, I thought he said it was my id, ID, which is the childlike quality we all have inside of. And I remember thinking, I don't want to explore the kid inside me. I'm an adult. So instead, Paul and I became friends for over six years, and that time just flew by. In the meantime, I was searching for the answer to what was stopping me in my life. What's keeping me from all the hopes and dreams I have for myself? And I kept searching for that answer, for that switch that was going to instantly change my brain. Ten months ago, in desperation, I came back to Paul hoping somehow he could fix me. What I learned from him was all about the it, my internal thoughts. The thoughts were programmed in me when I was a child. These thoughts, whose function was to depress me, to undermine me, to destroy me, and to keep me in my place and not have the things that I'd been dreaming about. Some examples of those things are uh, that I started and failed at multiple businesses since I was 16. I got married and divorced one time, and I made sure I never got in another committed relationship. I've started multiple careers, and my it decided that this career is not right for me, Um, but the truth was I was failing in that career. I started and failed on every diet I've been on, and the pounds kept piling on. I started and stopped going to the gym and exercising. I had little spurts of commitment to health and exercise, and then it would be gone. And financially, my life has been a roller coaster. I go from working three jobs and digging in the couch for milk money to making over $100,000 and back to broke again. So you can see the mess my life was in. And the thing is, I truly believed that God had a special plan for me. I feel it in my bones. I know that he would not put this excitement, the interest, and the skills in me unless he was expecting something magnanimous out of me. And all my life, I feel like I've been letting him down. All my life, I feel like I've been letting myself down too. So when I came to Paul, I felt like I had nowhere to go but up. We rolled up our sleeves and went to work. Words, definitions, exercises. Some of it was some of the most difficult work I've ever done. You see, your it doesn't like change. And your it has been ruling the roost for many, many years. Your it's job is to keep you small, helpless, and afraid. And my it had been doing that 
for all those years. When I look back over all those years, there's one emotion that covers everything. I'd like to say pride, but actually it's fear. Fear of failing, fear of success, fear of being rich, fear of being poor, fear of being big, fear of being a disappointment, fear of losing my friends and family, and fear of even being my true self. That was before I discovered it. Over the past 10 months, I felt like a butterfly that emerged from struggling in the cocoon. The difference in me is amazing. It shows in the people I meet, the lives I've touched, and the things I've done. I'm eating a healthy diet now. I removed all processed foods, sugar, dairy, and gluten. I call it the don't-eat-anything diet. But I've lost 26 pounds since Thanksgiving. I'm walking 30 minutes most days. And I've really looked at my finances, and instead of being in a scarcity mindset, I'm in an abundance mindset. What does that mean? Well, every day I look at ways to increase my cash flow. And for those of you that don't know what cash flow is, it's the money that's left over after you get the money in and the money goes out. It's what's left. Having different streams of revenue, different streams of money coming into me has become very, very important. You might want to think about what are, you, what are the different streams of income that you have. I really looked at what are the things that I want in my life. And I stopped asking myself why I can't do something, and I asked myself, how can I do something? How can I have the things I want in my life? How can I have the relationships I want? How can I earn the money I want? And how can I have the love that I want? By just changing the questions that I ask myself, I come up with a lot of different solutions because your mind actually goes to work looking for the answer to the question, how can I? First, you have to decide on what you want. And you have to have a vision of what that is, a really, really clear picture If it's a new car that you want, what's the year, the make, the model, and even the color? If it's a new house you want, what neighborhood? Is it one story or two? How many bedrooms? How many bathrooms? If it's a new love that you want, what do they look like? What's their hair color? How tall are they? But more importantly, how would they treat you? How do they make you feel? What are the traits? that you love most about them or the perspective them. And if it's a new job, what company, what position, what power? Well, not power, I'm sorry, what salary? The power is where I'm all at. Um, I'm being very general, but when you're looking at these things, you want to be very, very specific because the more specific you get, the more thought you give, the more emotion you add, the stronger the magnetic pull in the universe for you to bring this person or these things into your life. So since discovering it, 
my life has become extremely exciting. I am happier and filled with lots of hope and expectation. The first half of my life was filled with responsibilities. I was raising a family, and I had to make sure that I had, I had three daughters that I wanted to grow up to become strong, independent women. And believe it or not, they are. I spent this part of my life giving to others. But the next part of my life, I will be devoted to seeing what I can accomplish in all the areas of my life. And I can't wait to see what happens. Now that my it isn't controlling me, now that I'm not paralyzed by fear, and now that I have the tools to battle my it, I'm excited about the future and what it might bring. I'm excited about who I'm going to meet. I'm excited about the accomplishments I have that I will have for myself and others, and I'm excited to think about the philanthropy that I can produce. Discovering it is not just for me, but it's for you too. You too can find out who you are without your fears stopping you. Remember, one, know the end you have in mind. What's your vision? Number two, Clarify it down to the tiniest of details. And number three, go after it and be unstoppable. And the last thing I want to ask is, what would you do if you knew beyond a shadow of a doubt that you absolutely could not fail? What would you accomplish? What would you try? What would you do? Thank you very much, Debbie. That was fantastic presentation this evening. Thank you. I think I can, I can talk for all of us. That was very enlightening and very uh, fantastic. I want to ask uh, a couple of uh, participants here. Hey, Jody, what by discovering it has changed your life? Um, for me. You know, it had to, had a lot to do with the, the whole question, you don't know what you don't know. Um, so when I was introduced to discovering it, this was new concepts to me. I never really knew a whole lot about your internal thought, your subconscious, and like Debbie talked about, how it kind of programs you to be in a certain state. And so I was able to go back and kind of look at all the different things that played out in my life and be able to link those different puzzle pieces together and be able to see this is exactly how my it is kind of controlling me to go down that same path. Like you said, you know, different types of my it would hold me back and keep me in that program uh, to continue to repeat those, those uh, patterns. Once you start to learn about Discover It and you start to learn how these things are happening, uh, there's that, that good saying, with great power comes great responsibility. Um, with the great knowledge of it comes that great responsibility. And once I started to understand and confront those different things that it has played a part in my life, then I had to come up with that choice. Like suddenly it was like, oh, no, now I am held accountable, and now it's my choice and my responsibility to confront those things and be able to make a change. Another thing 
Paul talks about is like our it is always going to be there and it's trying to keep us safe. So it's always going to keep us in that same pattern. It's going to do everything it can to try to, to keep us safe, to try to keep us in that same pattern. And the stronger we fight against it, the stronger our it starts to become. You know, it, it requires a lot of diligence to keep fighting those internal thoughts and those programs in order to change. Uh, Debbie also talked about having a vision. And a lot of times there's a lot of our internal thoughts that hold us back and a lot of internal thoughts that say maybe we're not good enough or maybe we can never be like that. Uh, maybe we don't have those skills, all those things that until we confront them and be proactive and actually take steps to change those, um, they're just going to continue to stay the way that they are and our, it's going to continuously fight against that. So I think the biggest thing that changed my life is being able to recognize that and then being able to confront them. And then the work that we have to put in is that being proactive, um, being able to do the things that, are different, uh, do the opposite of what our it has always programmed us to do. And through that, we can start to make changes and start to kind of create a new program and a new vision uh, to lead us forward and to go do something better. So thanks, Paul. Thank you, uh, Jody. That was a very good participation there in, in the, how discovering it can, has changed your life. You said something about being safe when uh, learning all this past program conditioning that it has uh, recorded all these years. Being safe is what it wants you to believe is your reality. But uh, through that past program conditioning, it's going to do everything it can to take you away from that journey of self-discovery. and. Uh, Really appreciate your input there. And uh, when we were when Debbie was talking about what would you do if you knew you couldn't fail, have you ever thought about that for yourself, Jody? I think for me, I was kind of I kind of have that thought process that I can do anything I put my mind to. So for me, it wasn't so much if I couldn't fail. Um, my it would always trick me into thinking, well, would you want that? Is that something you really want to do? And it would always kind of take my past program conditioning and kind of show it to me in a way that it would be like, that's not who you are. You know, because when we start to have a vision, you start to dream about things that are completely different than your normal past program conditioning it starts to trick you into that's not who you are or you wouldn't like doing that or you don't know something, you don't know anything about that. So how can you dream or want to do something like that? So really I think that was the biggest thing that would hold me back instead of, instead of trying to trick me into think what could you do? It would reform it in a way that it was like, well, you probably wouldn't want to do that anyway. And it, it's very good at, at showing you what's comfortable because for us, we like to be in our comfort zone, and that's kind of what makes us feel, I guess, happy, you could say. So by showing us, like, oh, you wouldn't be comfortable doing that, it kind of tricks you in, 
into saying you just need to stay the way you are because that's the way you're happy. So I don't think it was really more of a if you're capable of doing that or something like that. It was, it was more of you just want to stay in your comfort zone, don't you? You know, kind of tricking you that way. So Very good. I remember in the beginning uh, a couple of years ago that you said a phrase such as, Paul, that's just the way I am. What did you mean by just the way I am? Um, I, I think it's, it goes back to that past program conditioning. You start to develop this, I hate this word now, but this personality where mm-hmm. you, you've created this internal thought of who you think you are, and you think that's the way you are. You think that's your personality. And people don't understand that that's what your it wants you to think, and that's what you've been programmed to believe. But that doesn't determine who you were created to be and what your possible, like what your possibilities are. I think that's kind of one of the tricks, again, that our it will play on us. Just saying, well, that's just who I am. Well, that might be who you think you are and who you were before, but that doesn't determine your future and that doesn't set up what you are capable of doing. So I think that's one of the great discoveries of it that, also helped me out. Very good, Jody. Very good. Really appreciate your input this evening. And uh, Debbie, I want to thank you for your uh, presentation this evening. Like we said earlier, it was very enlightening. You're welcome. Thank you. And if that's all the participation this evening, we're going to uh, remind everyone that next Thursday at 7.30, call in at 515 604 9530 and push in access code 655145. Looking forward for everyone next week. Ask your friends and family to join us. We will see you then.